Hello everyone and welcome to another podcast of Now Talks. Today I am joined by Patrick, who is a Stratox professional. He's got many, many years of experience in the IT world, gathered experience from all over the world, from different cultures, has experience with multiple business positions. So I think he'll be perhaps the best candidate today to talk to us and you about the AI and how it can be implemented and improve a business model. Hi, Patrick. Hi, nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. So as we all know, AI is all the rage in the world right now. Everybody is talking about how AI is going to take over the world and do all sorts of things. But in the AI, in the business world, what is AI and how, can it, how is it different from technologies that are not AI and are on the market right now? That's a really current question because everybody thinks that AI is just an accelerator, but it is a different beast. I think AI is just thinking instead of doing only what people say. And AI is self doing decisions, scenarios by itself with certain probabilities instead of being just a roboter who is just repeating what the programmer told to or the creator of the technology told him. So here we have a kind of new opportunity to have different wave of way of steering companies, way of judging scenarios, judging perspectives, judging opportunities. I really like the comparison to the beast, meaning AI is something that thinks on its own. But you said about steering businesses in some sort of direction using AI. So my question is, what is the current adoption of AI in the business world? Do many companies use it or is it underused and maybe thought about like a bit too difficult to implement for a normal company? AI is not new. I, I studied AI 30 years ago as in, a, in a university with a certain approaches. So yes, the adoption of AI is not new. And I, I, I think that even in kind of usual business applications, AI has been embedded since, let, let's say, 10 years usually. But now the difference why we are talking about it is just this easy availability of AI and completely new strengths of the AI, like new features and new capabilities. The capabilities which we could not have done by traditional creation of AI approaches, like creating by certain prologue. I still remember prologue as the first AI speech. Now it's language, pardon. Now it's available, it's fast, has wider, wider possibilities and just the capabilities are just white and different yeah i feel like as of lately like the past year ai and specifically maybe the language model of ChatGPT from OpenAI has really like opened the eyes of the general public to what ai could be capable of of course that's a language model and that's something that can help you with i don't know doing sim simpler tasks but i've recently heard and it's a pretty new sort of term of intelligent application And I would just ask you to clarify what, what that is and what that means, intelligent application. Yes, this an expression which is now, I think, really finding the, the right way to express the possibilities for businesses. When an entrepreneur wanted to be differentiated on the market, he tried to create software applications which are expressing his idea of his business model. Now he can 
embed the, the capabilities of AI into his IT equipment, so to say, into his applications. By name, intelligent application mean, meaning is application which is running on certain, in certain technological environment, but enhanced, augmented by AI. And I add to that that the augmentation of AI means the design of this application is completely different because AI gives answers with certain probabilities, with certain with certain understandable recommendations. So the answer of the traditional IT, which is relying on these AI out- outcomes, must be different. So the, the complete design of intelligent applications should be new. And would you say that intelligent applications are sort of efficient or say improve the business in... I have one of two ways that I think it could be efficient in. It could improve it, if it, improve it in business efficiency, meaning the course of the business model, or it could improve the technical development, meaning the product itself. So what what would you think about that? Or what Is it more business or is it more technical? We just want to distinguish between them. I think mm-hmm. you can one can use it in both directions, but I wanted to bring into this differentiation. For sure, AI means it gives opportunities to create completely new business models. That's what I wanted to highlight is just the opportunities to think about how to do business. It means how to do business models, what are the processes, can be with usage of AI now completely new. And also the businesses which we, which we are creating with usage or embed, with embedded AI can be new, faster or have completely different approaches. This is one thing. But for sure, AI can be used also to speed up the creation of technological applications. You can use or we can, one can use AI as an accelerator for certain functionalities programmers don't need to program or create algorithms and then later codes to solve very difficult difficult tasks but instead we can embed ai tools let's call them purpose-driven ai into the landscape of the technologies and adapt the rest of the applications to these ai tools and I think that might be a misconception by some people that AI can only help in the IT world and it is only something that programmers understand. But I would want you to tell me a bit more about how people in the business segment of the company can use it, how people in the marketing can business part can use it. I, I came to these questions when somebody asked me, what is your meaning about AI? And I said it was an... CEO of a large company, I said, probably you will still be the one who is deciding about what is the business model of the company. But when you think about the opportunities and possibilities of AI, probably you will create your business in a different way. But still, the role of a leader is to create business models. But obviously, these leaders need to learn how to adapt these new possibilities, the AI, and how what it means for the market situation, for comparison, 
for, for the competitive situation. And this is completely new field. But there is future for people who are creative and they can create new business models. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes people say, let's make an application and let's use AI to do it. Let's use AI to figure it out. Or we'll just say, okay, I think you had one certain scenario, one like sort of situation that you like to use. What was it? Sorry. Ah, this is the picture. I like yeah. it. it. It's very common in the meantime in the internet is when you, you know, asking AI, please finish this building. So it means not everything will be done by AI. Sure. The, completion of a building with usage of OAI embedded in intelligent application. Yes, you can build the houses faster mm-hmm. and maybe cheaper. Yeah. But still the hardware will be hardware and the bricks will stay bricks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So AI is not an all-round solution. You cannot build an a very like broad sort of business idea, like sort of in please finish this city and put there everything like hospitals and do it on your own, just whatever you want to do. But what I'm looking for is more like there are simple parts, uh, not, not simple, but it can be complex, but there are certain parts that you can use AI for, but AI cannot you be used like AI create this and do it all. It, it, it has to be a specific part, right? Yes, this is the idea. I think the AI is not always the one AI. So we have language models, so we have machine learnings. So we have in our brain certain parts which takes certain functions. So I think the composition of business model is based on, will be based on, let's say, in a certain time period from now. I am not saying what is going to happen in 10 years or later, but for now, we need to understand the purpose We need to understand which kind of AI we use where, and then we are composing the the technologies, let's call them intelligent application, which can help us to speed up or create or solve situations in a different way, maybe faster. But still, the, the decision or judgment of the appropriateness answer of the AI, this is a human task. So if somebody asks the AI, please build me, build a plan for the city, still the final acceptance of mm-hmm. this model is a human task. Therefore, let's use AI for creating certain number of, of scenarios in a fast time period. But at the end, the investor or the, the other stakeholders, human stakeholders, will decide about the, the, the final business model or the model of the city. Mm-hmm. So... Would you say that there will ever come a time where the human touch, the human part of saying maybe deciding on the core idea and deciding on the end result where you have two options and you need to figure out which one is better and the human can obviously sometimes do it better, then do you think there will ever come a time where the AI will just be able to do it all and there won't be any need for human touch or are we a significant part of the process that can be replaced? I think the, let's use the word design. I think if we stay like humans, designers of our world of technologies or design of businesses and design of services, we still can have our role. I think if we are just users and we are not enhancing our capabilities by AI, the question I cannot answer how it will develop, but I think uh, let's be designers. So as we, when we are talking back to intelligent applications, still 
the work of architects is, and, and designers is to choose the right kind of AI, choose the right design to work with the uncertainty or un, unability of AI to, to complete 100% exact tasks. And, and the human ta role is then to compose and orchestrate these parts into working, working applications. Yeah, I really like that vision. And why does AI need to be monitored? Why do you need to look at the data and look at what it's doing and not let it be free and do whatever it wants? Why is it important to mm -hmm. overlook what it's doing? Oh yeah, this is an important part. This is, I think, is when we understand where, which data AI is using, what is it, where is it coming from? Then we also can better understand like what are the outcomes and what is the probability of rightness of the outcomes. We need to monitor what the AI tool or what the AI is doing. So that's why as of here, I'm working in a company which provides technologies to monitor mm -hmm. what is going on around the AI tool, how to orchestrate the AI into applications, but in a monitored way, we need to understand how the system is accepting a failure mm -hmm. in function. And this is where we need not only AI, but we need an environment of tools which are taking the opportunity of AI, but sure, having it under control to judge what's next. Mm -hmm. That I think is a big part of what AI could be missing is the room for error or the dealing with something unexpected. AI is used to training on a model and training on different sets of data. But what if in a certain real world scenario, I can't think of any real example right now, but what if something unexpected, some element that wasn't there before comes in, then AI, by all means, I don't think can handle it. If there comes something that wasn't in the data sets before that hasn't happened before, how does it deal with it? And can it deal with it? I think in it will develop so that it will work with that. I think here in the situation now, we are more thinking what happens when the hardware below the AI doesn't work. You know, mm -hmm. what does it mean for the whole application? What does it mean for the business model? We need to get sure that we are working with these failures, with errors, with system malfunctions. This is still an area where we can use traditional IT knowledge. We have to use it and we can still, when we have AI under control, we can work with that. Okay. And I think as we're nearing the end, I would like you to sort of summarize what you think that was important from this podcast and also what your vision for the future of AI is. Maybe in simple few sentences or you can expand it if you want to. Mm -hmm. I think what I wanted to say is that the art of, 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 of creation of new businesses is still existing and AI brings new opportunities, but everybody who wants to create new businesses or new business models need to understand how AI works, need to have an environment where he can judge what AI does and monitor. And the future of technologies for now is augmenting traditional IT, traditional services with AI as accelerators. And so to create completely new kind of technologies, intelligent applications, and so completely new offerings for customers or for employees. Mm -hmm. And so what are your main takeaways from what we talked about today? For example, for me, it's 
that AI is not the overall solution, that AI can be implemented. And as the time goes on, it should be implemented. It should be used in a specific scenario. For example, not build the rest of the house, as we talked about. And also that my question still that I don't think has been really answered is what if AI is really used at its maximum, let's say, ability in the current businesses? Do businesses use it to its full potential or not yet? Oh, by far not yet. I think this is what is the new, completely new opportunity because AI is just available But the availability doesn't mean it's easy to incorporate. I think the way how to incorporate or embed AI into uh, technologies is a challenge. It's a challenge for security, it's a challenge for the coders, for designers of IT. But this challenge can be overcome with certain tooling, with certain approaches, like having a sandbox where you can use AI, having a microservice, which is microservice architecture where one microservice is this AI and this is what we wanted to say is let's use AI to speed up the development and use it for completely new services but there are already available technologies to have it under control. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to add today? I think yes let's use the the code now as an example Mm -hmm. our platform code now is one of the tools where we don't hesitate to incorporate AI. We have a controlled, uh, monitored environment which can orchestrate in microservices architecture in a, in a very complex, complex project. So this is a proof that AI can be fast incorporated into intelligent applications. And I also think that AI should, with time, be less thought about something that's inachievable but perhaps something that's only part of the process and should be part of many different applications. Yeah, I think this is, is, thank you for that, because it's just not AI is for everything, but AI is available, but you need to know how to use it. And there are ways to how to use it. Okay, thank you very much. So I thank you for coming to this podcast. Thank you very much. Thanks for the invitation. And next episode, we will look at Agile and that will be with a different host. But we thank Patrick very much for coming today and I will see you in the next episode.